right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Big Cast. We're live again this week. You've got myself, Ainsley Bowden. You've got Dan Butterfuco Rodriguez joining us today. And for the first time, I'm proud to welcome Mike Mullis from the next original Next Level Gaming Show. Mike, good to see you, man. Ainsley, Dan, how you guys doing? This is fantastic. I yeah, have man. long, long loved the BitCast, the Season Gaming, and... I, it, it was awesome uh, awesome when you when you asked me to, to be on I've uh, this is uh, this is bucket list for me <laughs> whoa, whoa, no. uh, your I'm bucket serious. list needs to get hey, a lot more hey, a lot better you know that... <laughs> hey, you know, I, I told you when you because you've been because angel we had you on um, yeah, I sure. actually I've I've so you have been on the NLG show yeah Dan and I Dan and I were on one of my very few live streams when I was when I was trying to do gameplay live streams. Him and I rolled some Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, nice. Yeah, oh, I remember cool. Dan telling yeah, me about that. That was a yeah. great. That was a great night, man. Yeah. I had such. I had so it's much such, fun. It's such a fun game to play. It's, it is. it's been so long since I played it too, and yeah, it was a good time, man. Got to jump on the old school one, and gosh, it was good. That yeah, was awesome. good. It was right before Back in the Groove <laughs> came out. Yep. Back in the groove, yeah. I got like the limited run games, uh, cop physical copy from for Ooh, PlayStation Four for that. Nice. Um, so, Mike, I wanted to, uh, you know, every time we have a guest, especially first time, wanted to kind of talk through your history, and you definitely have an interesting history with the uh, with the gaming community. So, um, I was kind of doing a little digging, and I, we've talked before, so I knew most of it. But uh, you know, next level gaming. I listened to your first podcast. Oh my god! Uh, which actually took place on June 9th. Must have been right at E3, June 9th, twenty fifteen, uh, is yeah. when you started the the Next Level Gaming podcast. But you were talking about how uh, you know the site originated in two thousand and one. Yep. So that is well before the age of uh, influencers and streamers, and uh, well before the age of anything really uh, modern that we consider in the gaming industry. So uh, I know E3 was a far far different event. Very um, much so back then right so uh just an amazing amazing history um so i noticed also you started your channel in april of 2015 so you hit that podcast a couple months later which is awesome so and i know you guys are coming up on you're coming up on 200 right we are we are yeah. i can't believe it we are very close to 200 i am i i'm amazed that um that that it's gone that long um you know, uh, there's a lot of channels out there, and there's a lot of great. There really are a lot of great uh, shows and podcasts, and um, you know, folks that are that are doing it. You know, um, not just better than us, but full time. You know, we <laughs> it do does this. feel like some people do it like a full time job, it, doesn't it? Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> and and power to that because if you've got the time to invest in it, you really can, you really can put you know so much into it. And, you know, for, for me and my crew, um, you know, we all have full-time jobs. We all have, you know, families. I have a wife and three kids and, um, you know, just to be able to, to, to slice out a, a couple hours on a Thursday night to, to really talk gaming with my friends. Um, you know, we, we, that's how we look at it is no matter what we're doing during the week, you know, no matter how hard our jobs have been, Sometimes I might go a few days without even being able to turn my systems on, um, but I know Thursday night at nine thirty, we are you know I got I've got Peter and Chris, John and Frankie, and a whole you know host of 
whole host of, of gaming brethren that, that come into our chat room that we could just talk gaming and have a good time, which is what I love about you guys. It, it's, it's that, that kind of, you know, the, the, the agenda list kind of thing, you know, there's, there's, when you, when you watch our show, when you watch season gaming, when you watch the big cast, you know what you're getting. And, and it's a step away from what's really going on, uh, you know, on social media and things like that. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm really, and I got to hand it to my, to my crew. I mean, Peter, Peter Hutink, um, HTK, he HTK. has, he's coming up on four years with me. Nice. Four years wow. uh, is amazing. John Place, um, he was, he was one of my co-hosts, um, you know, three or four years ago too, uh, as we were kind of, you know, doing some transition and he came back um a month ago maybe a little more than a month ago and has really just kind of jumped back in with both feet it, it's something that that he says um you know energizes him every week um you know chris williams who was doing um wdfc you know just one of the mm. nicest one of the nicest guys um that you'll ever meet and and one of the most generous and you know coming you know wanting to come in and be part of the show was just a blessing for me because he just, you know, he is the, he is the, the big positive guy. Um, not that we all aren't, but you know, he just, he exudes positivity and, you know, Frankie Ayler who, you know, again, he's busy too, decided he wanted to come back and be part of the show. He was actually somebody that I credit with, you know, at, podcasting is hard, right? You know, <laughs> and, and there, there was a time, you know, in that transitionary period um, where, you know, I was going to walk away because it just wasn't worth the the trouble or the drama or whatever was going on behind the scenes. Frankie stepped up and said, oh, no, you're not. And if you need a, you know, I was co-hostless at the time. And he said, no, I'll fill in for you until we find somebody. And then he stuck around and then, and then he had to go off and do his, he had his own show that he was working on and, and, and had to concentrate on that. But once that was done, He's like, you know, I really miss, I really miss you guys, and and uh, if you got a spot for me, and I was like, yeah. So you know, what I have now is a is really a mix of, uh, I, I have what I call my pillars of, of NLG, and I am nothing without them, and that show is nothing without them, and so you know, I I, I can't I can't give them enough love. That's fair, man. That's, That's real awesome. fair. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, one of the things we talk about here, right, and obviously goes all the way back to the name season gaming, it's just people who have been around the industry, been around, uh, you know, just gaming for decades, right, and appreciate what it brings, remember what it was like before everything we know today, and before, I won't say before the toxicity, you know, we can go back to the console battles between oh, Super sure. Nintendo and, and Genesis, which oh, are classic. George, Pl George Plimpton and Atari yeah. and television, you know, <laughs> exactly, with, yes, with, the Amico, yeah. with the Amico around and television's a little relevant these days. George, <laughs> George Plimpton was the man when it started it all. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was always there to some degree, right? But it wasn't as uh, easily spread yeah. as I think it is today. Um, but I, I love that. I love just talking about kind of, you know, where gaming has come from. And I think that's a, a big part of what makes guys like us uh, so interested in this stuff. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, by the way, Dan, Dan, great shirt, man. 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to the guys uh, in chat. What's up, Matt, Bomber, Diego? What's up, guys? Yeah, yeah, Diego, another guy. So you know, so we got. I I, I got to give shouts out if you don't mind. No, so not two at all. Guy, two guys. So I talked very heavily about Jay Williams, who just jumped jumped in. Graphic God. Hey, um, Graphic God, what's up? And and the incredible unbelievable work that he's done for our show if you watch our last show he is i i i i i kind of you know surprise surprise made him the he's he's our he's the graphic designer that's his that's his title and uh and and i put him in our intro and outro video but uh but diego too you know he's he's contributed some logos and some lapel graphics that we use that's in our video. It's on our site. It's on our page. And, and these guys, you know, I, I can't say again, I, these are people that I can't say enough about, you know, um, and, and Jay, you know, I was telling you beforehand that, you know, Jay, we, we had like a static blue gra- uh, background and stuff yeah. like that. And Jay came to me one day um, just out of the blue and said, you know, Mike, you need an upgrade uh, here, <laughs> here, down, download this and check it out just out of the blue and, and and then we just started. He was helping me build what you see on the screen last Thursday, and and I can't like I'm I I'm having trouble not getting emotional just thinking about it right now because of where we were. That first show you watched yeah, was yeah. us literally recording a Skype call, and then me editing it for three hours and uploading it. That sounds about right. Yeah. To where we are now, and 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 I don't know. That I would be sitting here, talking to you two right now, if not for guys like Jay. I just I, I can't say I would be here. So, Jay, Frank, and and Chris and Peter. I I just I would not be in this seat right now. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, man. And yeah, and you can see the background, you know, behind us and all of our logos, all the merch stuff, including this one, which is hugely popular. Like we got special effect themselves commented on this logo. Uh, Diego awesome. did all that for us. So uh, big we got to trade. Diego. We got to trade. We got to do a shirt trade. I did that with Iron Lords. We did a yeah, yeah, yeah. We did we did a treaty, you know, <laughs> the, the gaming realms, and and we traded shirts. So I sent him a, an NLG shirt. Cognito sent me an Iron Lord shirt. I'd love to do that with you. I got to get. Okay. I got to. Somehow I gotta get a season gaming shirt. Oh, I'll get, I'll get you one. That is bad. That is bad. I'll get you one. Don't worry about it. I'll get you it. one of these. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, Chris is in the chat too. Fastback, what's up, man? He said next yeah. level big cast. That's a good name. <laughs> That's yeah. a good name. I like it. <laughs> All right. So uh, first thing I want to talk about this week, and it kind of leads into uh, our conversation ch- topic. So guys in the chat, you know, you know, if you follow us, we're we're only just starting to do this live thing a couple of weeks now. So. Um, I'm doing my best with including people in chat. I'm still learning, um, but it's fun just having a live conversation. And so I did a poll this week was really around next gen consoles, you know, and Mike, I don't know where you stand on any of this stuff. So it'll be fun. Um, but you know what, what people are doing based on what we've seen with, you know, everything going on in the world, right. With the distribution chains being impacted, obviously people losing their jobs and we don't know what money looks like, uh, and it could get worse for a lot of areas. So kind of a crazy time and so uh you know our poll this week was really around with everything going on uh potential hardware quantities being limited you know delays what have you what's your current position for playstation 5 and xbox series x launch this holiday 
And uh, we had over 600 votes, so decent decent turnout on the uh, poll. Um, but it definitely skewed a way I wasn't expecting, not to this degree. I know we have a, an Xbox-heavy audience, um, and I know we're in America, right, where Xbox obviously has a bigger presence. Um, but kind of interesting that 11, only 11% said they're buying both at launch, regardless of what happens. Um, 13% said they're buying PlayStation 5 only. Uh, 14% said they're waiting on both. Uh, which can't really blame anyone, but 60% said they're buying the Series X at launch, which is uh, which is impressive, I guess, for Xbox. It's a good thing. But basically where I wanted to lead this with the chat and want to know what you guys think is, you know, we still haven't seen the form factor for PlayStation 5, right? And, and we don't know. <laughs> Bloomberg article came out this week that we reported on saying, you know, they're possibly going to have shortages. Now, who knows if that's just an Apple-like play where they're saying they're going to have shortages and, you know, to drive up interest. But let's uh, imagine for a second that PlayStation 5 does have shortages. It's a little harder to get one. Comes out at $499. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on what you want to see? What is going to interest you? Are you buying PlayStation 5 day one without even thinking about it? Or do you, you know, what would you like to see from a reveal event uh, in terms of the hardware uh, what type of games you'd like to see? Is there anything, you know, changes with PS Now, anything like that that would really drive your interest up um, on PlayStation 5 compared to what we've seen so far, which has been next to nothing? So, Mike, I'll start with you, man. Oof. So, so where do you, first of all, where do you stand on, you know, I don't know where you're at with these. Uh, we'll leave the Amico to the side for a second. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but where... <laughs> Where do you stand on uh, uh, Series X and PS5? Are you like a day one console guy? Do you kind of play it by ear? You know, what do you traditionally game on right now? So, so I'm 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 a I'm a multi console owner. So I have PS4. I've got an Xbox One X. Um, I have I still have a base PS4 because, to be quite honest, Sony did that did that system correct. Um, and I, and I'm not saying this to disparage the Xbox one, you know, because the Xbox one was for me, a fantastic console until they started pulling all the things out of it. I liked, but, um, uh, the, the PS4 was, was kind of a, a, just a, a correctly done day one console. So I haven't had the itch to move to a pro, you know, I played God of, you know, when I played God of war on it, it looked spectacular when I played horizon zero dawn, which still holds up. You know, it's spectacular. Spider-Man looked incredible. Um, you know, their Sony knows how to make their first-party games shine on, um, you know, on on their base hardware. And so, um, you know, I, I I am a I am more driven by feature set than I am things like graphics and and stuff. I I think. Yes, we're going to see a, a kind of a, a rise in graphical fidelity, but I think that we're reaching what I consider a plateau um, where, you know, how much more it's not, you know, can it look better? How much more can you do than you're doing now? How much more can the Xbox, you know, I know we have this, this, you know, I think the Xbox Series X is going to be something like 27 to 30 percent more powerful than the Xbox One X. But what does that what does that in real world give you? And so that's those are the things, you know, the things that intrigue me the most about the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, which I am neither day one for on either, and I'll, I'll get to that okay. in a sec. Um, the thing that probably has me more interested than 
what the GPU and the CPU and, and all the, the ray tracing and all that is the move to solid state drive because that is an impactful thing. That is something that I, that I as a gamer can tangibly see. Load times, that is tangible. Graphics is graphics is in the eyes of the beholder, you know the you know yes you know you guys can you guys can tease and joke with me about the Amico, but <laughs> I'm not I'm not looking at the Amico no I'm looking at the Amico knowing what the graphics are going to look like, knowing what what it, but that's not what's drawing me to that it's the it's the it's the feature set. It's not the it's, ray tracing, the native hardware the ray, ray no, tracing. Okay. No, although Tommy did promise me blast processing. <laughs> uh, did say but you know, it, it's it's for you know the, the the solid state drive technology on both those consoles. Yeah. I think is a game changer. Um, it, but you know, and the other thing too, obviously, is software. You know, um, what are you getting? For that system, yeah. um, and will it look that much better? And and I think the and this is where Microsoft needs to kind of be careful. Believe it or not, Halo Infinite we know is going to launch with that system, right? But it's going to be available on the X, mm-hmm. and unless something changes between now and the fall, it's going to be available on base hardware. Yeah. Now, what what Microsoft's selling point is is obviously. The best version of it is going to be on the Series X. Your load times are going to be nil. You know the ray tracing, all that, the the you know the the velocity architecture, and all that, all the buzzwords, <laughs> right? But how different is it really going to be? Minus load times on my on my Xbox One X, and that's the part where they have a they have a challenge to sell me on a third console in seven years, you know, and that's, that's where I sit. So from a, from a day one perspective, I, I've, I've backed away from being day one on any of the cons on any of the new consoles. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. The next, I've always said the next console I would buy would be Sony's because I have a base PS4. So naturally sure. the, the biggest jump is going to be between the PS4 and the PS5. Yeah. That's I fair. like some of the things I'm seeing on the Xbox Series X, but it hasn't been enough to push me. And if the rumors are are <laughs> true that there will be no HDMI through, the HDMI in is gone, and, is. The opti- yeah. and the optical out is gone, it is. which means I have to upgrade other parts of my home theater. You know, I don't have a 4K receiver at this point. I just, I, I have a wife and three kids. I don't have the money. So what I've done with my current consoles is run the optical out because the optical out in my room is perfectly great. The surround is still wonderful. Yeah. And run the HDMI directly into the TV to get the 4K. I'm going to have to make considerable other purchases to upgrade. And that is a, that's an issue for me. And I'm losing an HDMI in that I actively use right now and so that i'm right now i'm holding i'm holding firm and for better or for worse my attention is towards the 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 console that i intend on hoping to play with my kids and play some master smash and and have some fun with and (laughs) i mean just that's where i'm at from a from a con i'm a i'm a founder's edition amigo 
buyer, which means I'm going to have that. <laughs> I'm going to have that on October 10th. Yeah. And that right now, for better or for worse, is my next gen console um, experience. There you go. We, I think uh, Tommy needs to take that quote, plaster it on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a we've got a bunch of feedback in chat on this. So yeah, Chris said uh, he's getting Series X launch. Got the Amico as well. That's Cyberpunk X. Yeah, we're going to talk about that here shortly too because I think I'm going to end up buying another damn console. Um, <laughs> Diego's already giving you crap, Mike. Of course, I you know. know. I yeah. know. He said he, he 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 promised me he would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Matt's saying he's getting a Series X day one. He's uh, waiting on the games before PS5, but he will get a PS5. Chris said getting PS5 as well. I think most most of our audience are, you know, cross console gamers. There's no kind of there's no fanboys in this group, right? So um, good to see you, Megatron. Thanks for stopping by, man. Carl's in the right. house as well. So is he, a, um, is he a different name on here? Who? Who? I didn't see Megatron. Yeah, he stopped in. Okay. Yeah. 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 So oh, yeah, there think, he is. There he is. I see him. I think um Stinky oh, Baby's in. Stinky Corpse. <laughs> Who? Stinky Go- All right, some of my some of my brothers are some of my NLG brothers are, are invading your chat. Today. Oh, there it is. Okay, it just it, it was delayed. I've got both chats running here. Uh, it was delayed. I see. What's up, guys? Um so yeah, I think no, you're right though. Um and funny enough, I think that interview that uh, Phil Spencer did with uh, Ryan McCaffrey a couple weeks ago, he asked him about the optical port and the HDMI in. Um and it's just, you know, I think it's one of those things it's just it's cost at the end of the day. You've got to factor in cost of producing however many consoles versus how many people use it. So it's it's disappointing for someone like you that actively uses it with their home theater. Um Carl Carl jumped in uh, who joined us last week. Uh, and he said the same thing. We were talking about that in private chat a little bit ago. But, Dan, I know me, you, and Bert were actually chatting, or you and Bert were, because I was doing something else, chatting about this the other day. And I know traditionally you've always been day one console. I, so I'll, I'll pose the question to you this way. Is there anything that will stop you from buying both PS5 and Series X on day one? I think the only thing is if, like, information comes out where they're seeing issues with, you know, hardware, and that's for either one of them. Yeah. You see the rumors online about, you know, uh, overheating because of the way the form is on the PS5. I don't know if I believe any of that stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I really don't. Because, you know, I could literally, I could get on like NeoGap or whatever the hell it's called now. Don't do that. I know, don't do that. I'm don't, just telling don't. you, I could. <laughs> I could. And then I could be but, like, but hey, I'm a, I'm a developer for this person, and, th- you know, and just make some kind of obscure crap up and then everybody's gonna be like oh man this guy you know look at this yeah, guy it happens know? every day every single day so i mean yeah. so i don't buy half of that crap however um i'm still in the in the camp of buying both um for now um it's going to depend on a little bit on price i mean i'm not worried about like if it's like an absorbent amount of money i don't care i just want you know to get what i'm paying for and another thing i'm waiting for is more games to be shown um because right now I don't know any of them that are coming yeah. PS5 except for uh, Godfall. With Godfall, yeah. And then really, right now all I know is Halo Five or, or Infinite or whatever the hell it's called. I don't even don't play. don't don't. I don't even play Halo. Don't get started. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, I mean, it's like, what is it called? Is it Infinite? Halo. Yes, it's Infinite. Halo Infinite. <laughs> You're killing me. I don't, I don't I, once I, I once I called it once I called it Halo Eternal and got them all mixed <laughs> up. So don't worry, I don't feel bad. Yeah, that's about what I call that's it. A, that's a cool crossover. Did you guys see that Halo art the guy did where he made it look like Doom I posted yesterday? 
He did yes, the, the, the Doom that. thing, but he didn't. Oh, it looks so cool. No, but no, anyway, Dan, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Um, so uh, short of that, I mean, I want to see what games, because, you know, it sounds like all my games are going to be playing, you know, be able to play, be played on the Series X for now, at least, at a lower fidelity or whatever it is. Um, but like Mike was saying, you know, the art style, I've, I've always said this, is gets so overlooked. You know, I was I was playing uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII, and mm-hmm. it's, it's just what they do with the graphics on some of those games, like God of War and Spider-Man and, you know, even The Last of Us. You know, it, it, it's so much, it's so good. It's artistic <laughs> direction. Right, the artistic mm-hmm. direction. Yeah, you don't need a, exactly you know, a, a $8,000 PC to run it because it just looks good, you know, natively. Um, so, um, I'm going to probably buy both. I'll pre-order both. And the only other thing that is kind of worrying me a little bit is the distribution end of it. Yep. I don't, I want to make sure that I'm signed up for both regardless. And then, you know, if something comes up down the line where it's like, okay, well, this is going to, you know, they're having issues with this, they're having issues with this. Also, I want to see what the warranties they offer. On these things. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, got, I had three red rings on the 360. And I'm going to want to go through that again with either of these two people or companies. Um, So I want to make sure, you know, I'll get the extended warranty. So that's going to be a little bit extra price from wherever I buy, whether that's buy or whatever. Um, Dan, true story. True story. My Elite red ringed once. Move. Do you remember the, the, the river, what was going around the internet, wrap a towel around it and run it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did that. I did it and it worked. And my elite has worked. <laughs> True story. My elite is still up there working upstairs in the in the in the kids' lounge room. It, it, it is still kicking. The the theory is it's something to do right because it's a it was a heat sink issue right. Yep, and it and it's something. Yeah, it was something to do with like the moisture and the the towel or something like you know cleared yes. out some of the uh, the residue of the heat sink. I don't yes, know. Yes, and and re re melted the solder yeah, back the on silicon. The, but it freaking worked. <laughs> Yeah, it worked. Best yeah, I had, I had multiple red rings too. I think, I but stuff like that. You have to remember the red ring. The, the initial approval, and I was just listening to a podcast from years ago about this. Funny enough, the initial approval from Microsoft to fix the red ring was one point two billion. Billion. Yep. And then um, after good. that, they spent more. So there isn't. There's. I'm going to knock on something, but I don't think there's any way that um, we see a console have those types of issues again. It's just no. too expensive. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's, you know, what you hope for. Um, and so assuming that, you know, I'm, I'm probably still going to buy both. I just want to, I do want to see more games from both of them because right now it's kind of skimpy. And that, you know, worries me because, you know, with everything going on, you know, and people working from home, there, there's a chance that we have one to two at the most launch games for these consoles, you know, I mean, and that's not including third party. I'm just talking first party and I don't know what Sony's doing. So, um, and and I don't think anybody does really. So it it just, it's so much, the the lack of information is so bad right now that it's really, really frustrating. It's really hard to kind of plan for the future, you know, especially if you can't really afford, you know, these, these consoles and, you know, we don't know how much they're going to cost for sure. You know, who knows? Um, So if we would, makes sense for them to come out you know and xbox has been doing it a little bit slow you know slowly releasing information here and there and hopefully they'll have some more down the road but sony's been so quiet and it you know and i don't understand why and just just give me a little bit of something like hey it's going to be around this much you know then they give me they give you a, a, a controller which is awesome looking don't get me wrong i think it looks badass but you know 
I just need more information to yeah. make that decision, I think. I don't think anyone, if you would have asked anyone, if we've gotten to middle of April and still not seen the PS5 or even know really, you know, the details of it, um, I don't think anyone would have thought that would have happened. Um, yeah. So the, going back to the, the article that came out this week, and I'll just read a couple quotes here. Um, but yeah, apparently it says the virus has already upended Sony's promotional plans. The company may forego hosting a public press conference for its PS5 release date and price unveiling due to infection fears, meaning a live press conference, right? Right. Um, the company has also told assembly partners it would make five to six million units of the PS5 in the fiscal year ending March 2021. So that's really a six month launch window, give or take, right? Um, Whereas the PS4 sold seven and a half million units in the first two quarters. So that's where the distribution issue may arise, if this is true, of course. So you're looking at, you said about Coban, the million difference. Is that, I mean, if they're expecting to sell that many? Uh, it, upwards it, of two to two and a half million. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And that's global, right? So it re yeah. would really depend on how they distribute <laughs> the, the PS5 globally. And then okay. the price tag, you know, I think. Everyone's betting on 499. I, I told you before. I've told. I said it on here. I don't see how either Microsoft or Sony launch no. these consoles less than 499. I just don't yeah. see it. No, I I don't either. You know, some the interesting thing about Sony too is, you know, I this would be the first console in Sony's lineup that they would launch, and we knew this already though that they would launch without an E3 reveal. Because they weren't yeah. going to E3. Right. Um, I don't think they were going to Gamescom either. So somewhere along the lines, their reveal their reveal strategy was going to be something either FanFest related or a state of play type um, show. They weren't going to put this thing on E3 stage, which I, which I find... Well, it, uh, E3 is a whole other show we can do, so I won't go into that. But, um, I, you know, I I don't know. Usually, by, you're right, Dan. Usually by this time, we get more than just Mark Cerny coming out and talking about specs. We get at least a shell. You know, right. Microsoft show. I thought it was very ballsy for Microsoft to show the design shell as 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 far back as November. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that was, that was, that's a sign. And, and, you know, that's a sign that, that, that Microsoft is coming to play. And, and I give them credit for that. They're confident. Yeah. They're, they're confident. confident. They're confident in ways that I haven't, you know, that, that interview with, uh, uh, with Phil Ryan. Spencer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Phil Spencer interview, there were, there were tidbits. Um, there were tidbits in that, that you don't usually hear from Phil. Um, you know, especially, you know, you never, I, that's it, been a long time since I've heard him take a shot like he took when he talked about, you know, oh yeah, that thing with, with Mark Cerny was great. I felt really good coming out of that. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. that's yeah. something that you don't normally get from him. So, so I get there. I, and I wonder if they know things that we don't, and that's why Microsoft, um, is ramping up in the way that they are because, you know, I, I'm not a rumor guy, so every time something gets posted on Pastebin, you know we don't we don't talk about it. And I know one of the one of the the kind of more insane rumors that were were floating around on on Twitter that Dan is now very happily missing is <laughs> <laughs> is 
you know, is that the PS4 was already having heating issues and, you know, the design, they can't figure out a, a design on the console to make it work with the power. I don't know that any of that stuff is necessarily true. Can't but, be true. They're already, they're already no, producing it. it. You know, exactly. there's, there's no. But I do wonder, when you took <laughs> what, what Mark Cerny was saying about the CPU and things like that, where where the clock speed is variable. Microsoft's always talked about a flat clock speed. Mm-hmm. Sony's talking about a variable clock speed. Now, I'm not a programmer. I mean, I, I'm just a general IT guy. I'm a, I'm a kind of a hardware IT guy. But it seems to me that that, if anything is sticking them right now, it may be that. It may be developers trying to develop a game for a variable clock speed and having trouble. I'm not saying that's happening. I have no information to, to I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually putting a, the article up on the in, site right this, now. Mike in, Mullis in, said. Industry insider. My, no, there's no, there's no such thing as an industry insider. So don't <laughs> believe that crap either. Um, no, but but I, I, by now, the only game that we've heard that's coming out that has shown, that anybody shown anything is Godfall. Yeah. Like we don't even know. They didn't show we, much. We and we, we don't even show, we don't know what Sony is is even working on in house that's going to launch with this. The the prevailing internal, you know, uh, one of my folks, one of my friends, um, is convinced that The Last of Us is getting delayed because they're going to make that a PS5 launch game. We talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, I, it, it's yeah. So we talked about it on Thursday and and. <laughs> I, I, you know, some that I put that in the in kind of in the nonsense rumor, um, <laughs> but but we haven't we haven't seen what Sony is going to launch alongside the console. We know Halo is going to launch alongside the Series X. Yeah, and fours is know, almost a guarantee. I, I would imagine that. so. Yeah. Um, the only one that I think is not a launch title that they've talked about is is Hellblade Two. No, it's not. Um, but that Microsoft is so confident coming out of the gate, they are they are doing what they haven't done in, I think, three generations, which is launch a mainline Halo game day one with their console. Yeah, not since the original. All of Sony's, all of Sony's big titles for this year were supposed to and are still launching before the launch of the PS5. So regardless of the delay for Last of Us Two. Which I think is, I think, you know, we we on Thursday when we talked about it, I said what what the you know they could tomorrow come out and say okay the the date's going to be September third or or whatnot. And that's I my think birthday. That's mine. Yours? What? It's mine. <laughs> Are you being serious? I am dead serious. September third. <laughs> what year? September third. Right. <laughs> this was not planned or scripted. No. I swear. Uh, <laughs> September third. I'm, I'm seventy eight. 78. I'm 42 this year. 70, 73. I'm, I'm going to be 48 this year. Oh, okay. my gosh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> to be part of it. But, I mean, so, you know, The Last of Us was supposed to launch now. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is still on track for June. Yeah. Um, you know, Dreams is already launched. Uh, uh, what else is what, – what other big game do they have in their stable that was supposed to – 
Well, yeah, no, you've those are the big ones. I mean, Ghost and right. Last of Us were the big ones prior to PS5, like you said. And then you, we've talked about this before, right? If you think about Sony first party, they're big first parties. Um, so Sony Santa Monica is obviously working on God of War two, but that's not coming out anytime no, soon. No, that's not a launch title. Um, you've got the um, what do you call it? Spider Man two by Insomniac now a first party. That's so not that's coming not out anytime title. soon. And they haven't even um, announced it. No, uh, and we know Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is coming, and I personally believe that's the closest, but it's still not a launch window title. Right. I think that's probably going to be late next year. So I've said before, from a Sony first-party perspective, especially big games, there are not going to be any for the PS5 at launch, which goes back to maybe they do now delay Last of Us 2 to launch with the PS5 and let Ghost of Tsushima just take over the summer. Perhaps. Uh... <laughs> So and it's all like, speculation, right? We don't really know. Yeah. But The other thing, too, though, is if you remember the cycle of the PS4, and, and this is where uh, I love this argument that Dan now again gets to miss on Twitter. Console X has no games, G-A-Y-M-S, right? That's a, I, I can't. Right. If I see that comment, I literally <laughs> turn red. I'm like, oh, right. I block that person immediately. Yeah. But if you think about it, software development's a cycle, right? At the beginning of the PS4 cycle, and the beginning of the Xbox One cycle, who had the games that were coming out first party? Microsoft. They had Dead or they had Dead Rising. That was kind of second party, but it was it was published by Microsoft. Love they that had, game. It's a fun oh, game. Me too. They had first party games. Forza was ready to go. They had games ready to go. What Sony had to do was rely on third party games. Yep. Um, until their studios got up to speed. So mid gen is when we're when we started getting all these great. Yeah, Sony first party games, yep. and those games are now in finished development. You know, uh, you know, God of War and 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 Horizon and Horizon. Yeah. There's a development cycle that you have to go through. No doubt, um, you can't you can't you can't just say yeah. You know, Last of Us Two. Once that's done, Naughty Dog. What's Naughty Dog got in the in the in the hopper for next gen? We're not going to know that for at least a year, if not more, to, yeah, until it's they be get a long time. Right. So this is this is shaping up to possibly be another one of those just in the cycle. The PS5 is going to start by by leveraging, um, you know, by leveraging their third party folks mm-hmm. and and you know and and probably leveraging. Uh, those those exclusives that that they love to do, you know, Godfall, and they'll do something with Square Enix. They'll do something with you know uh, with Konami. Maybe they've got uh, you know whatever the next game from uh, from uh, Kojima is. You know they <laughs> they can they can rely on that until their development studios catch up in a couple of years. So yeah, could, Kojima, I, I'm, could... I'm, I'm rambling, Dan. I know you look. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm no. I mean, you guys just just let Mike know that Kojima's name is a uh, you know we, we're not allowed to talk about him here. He's uh, banned. He, he's banned. Gotcha. He's banned. Gotcha. <laughs> so Dan, Dan, just before you go, shout out to a bunch of conversation in chat. Oh, um, real quick, uh, going back to the look of the um, you know a lot of these guys are saying how we think the PS5. You know, we're talking about form factor that it you know the controller probably gives you a sense, right? So it's gonna be kind of interesting. Diego pointed out that, you know, it may look like uh, something a little more futuristic. I mean, you can see in the Series X, it's a very industrial-looking machine, right? Very purposeful design. It's a box. Uh, it's a box, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's for, it's definitely function over form, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. 
So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with PS5. And if they launch with a white console with like a blue LED, that could be really cool. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So anyway, Dan, go go for it. No, I mean, you know, just to Mike's point, I mean, it's, it's that's how it was interesting when you're talking about leveraging. <clears throat> I mean, and that's how they kind of have to do it, especially when they don't have anything announced. And they might have stuff that they just haven't announced yet. Um I'm sure they do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. 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 And, and so that that might <clears throat> come out, but you know, who the hell knows? Um, but they, they've got like the big guns coming out too. You know, you've got the new Call of Duty. But what's gonna be interesting to see is, you know, if I buy, you know, what, first of all, when that when's that release date, you know, in comparison to something like Call of Duty, because that's what sells these consoles. It always sure. has. Yeah. It's always been those big third party games and where your friends are playing. And it's always going to stay the same. Um, Xbox needs to be confident. They need to come out swinging. They need to do it because they're in that position, you know, that they're in. Um, but at the same time, if I've always said this too. If you've got your foot on the throat of your enemy, you don't let off. You completely squash it. And it seems like Sony <laughs> is just like, eh, you can get up now. And that's it, you know. And, 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 and now they're kind of like, oh, wait a minute. Now he's really mad. And he's getting up, and he's going to kick my ass. That's what it looks like. <laughs> you know, I should have just kept pushing, but I didn't. And you know, now they're running all these problems alleged, allegedly. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that it's 100 percent true, but you know, that's just business, right? And you know, that's that's how it should have stayed. I think, and I, I think for the most part, you know, they had such a commanding lead. I use that those air quotes, but it, it's it's it, it's that they, they could let a little bit, you know, get get a little looser, but now they've just come unwind. You know, it's just, it's crazy how, you know, things are just kind of switching over to- Happens every gen. It, it's so nuts to me. Like, yeah. like, it, like, you know, if I sit there and I make a cake and it's delicious, I'm gonna make it the same way next time. You know what? I'm not gonna add a pound of garlic to my cake. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna keep making the same damn cake. So I don't understand. I remember so that. <laughs> wow. I, I think I think my wife's making a cake later. I'm gonna go oh, remove the garlic God. now, just out of precaution. I just wow. don't understand why you can't continue to do what you've been doing. That's been working very, very well. You know, and and I mean, a little bit has to do with maybe like who's working for you, I guess, but. Well, that's part of what we've talked yeah. about, right? Yeah, the yeah, disruption sure. of leadership. Right. The, the well, there's that. The Sony there's leadership that. has been nuts. And it's just, you know, I love Sean Layden. I still love Sean Layden. Yeah, Sean's a good yeah. guy, man. I yeah. love Sean Layden is so much of a better person to listen to than Jim Ryan. Good yeah. God. Oh, and I, yeah. And I still love, I still love uh, what's his name? Uh, Holtz or whatever. He's a good guy. He's, He's a good guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's just, but it just seems like at this point, it'd be the worst time to kind of switch over and try to put people in those positions that are so important to fulfilling that next gen promise and, and getting everything ready to go. It's just, it boggles my mind. Yeah. And I'm not a business guy. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just, no, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I, you I think that's where the, the conversation stems from, right? Is yeah. That's why there's concerns. We not hearing anything from Sony, not seeing what's actually going on, hearing all these rumors, you know, um, because they've been so organized, especially from when the PlayStation four launched, and that leadership has been so steady uh, up yeah. until Layden leaving. It just kind of seems on the uh, outside looking in that there there might be some problems going on. Yeah. And that doesn't don't forget don't forget Kaz Harai left. I mean, don't 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 discount the fact that their leadership really 
I mean, Jim Ryan almost Jim Ryan almost took that top spot by default. I mean, their you know their 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 Japanese leadership. Um, I mean, by all rights, Shuhei Yoshida should have taken over, and he should they, have. Yeah. They, they, they moved him to indie games, mm-hmm. right? They basically demoted him. Um, yeah. they they don't have the the the, pro- the thing is, and this is what's really interesting, is that Microsoft has always had the personalities to discuss things, but in the Xbox One in the 2013 through kind of 2016 era, their messaging was horrible. Even though they had the people to give the messaging, they couldn't they couldn't give the message to save their life. <laughs> now especially with Phil controlling that message and with a lot of those ancillary voices out of the way. I mean, your, your messaging is really coming from three main people, Phil Spencer, Larry Herb, Aaron Greenberg. And that's about it. Mikey Barr is gone. He went to blizzard. You don't hear from Shannon Loftus. You don't hear from, um, you, you hear from, from Panay, but he's the, he's the hardware guy. Yeah. But, but you do, you only hear that from dude's him. That dude's brilliant, by the way. He's awesome. Oh my, yeah. I used to love watching him, but yeah. you don't hear from him like on a day-to-day <laughs> basis. You hear from Phil, Larry, and, uh, to an extent, I'm sorry, Graham, you hear from, you know, when they do the inside Xbox stuff. He's just but, a promotional guy. But yeah. he's a promotional guy. You, you are, you, that, that messaging is, is Phil, Larry, and Aaron. And it is it is precise and it is focused and and Phil wears his gaming and his and his love of the industry on his sleeve, and and whether you take some of his bravado and you do you you cannot question you, you know I had Ricari Austin on two weeks ago and we kind of we kind of we kind of talked about Larry <laughs> and and. And I, you know, I knew Larry from from his days as the programmer of Xbox Live to where he is now. And I have my thoughts on Larry that I really, you know, I'm not going to rehash here because um, that's a whole other tangent to go on to. <laughs> but, um, you know, where where people where people have their opinions about Larry and how you know whether or not they think Larry is fake or you know the white gloves and all that stuff, Phil. <laughs> Phil, whether you like his decision making or not, and I don't like all of his decision making, but I can look at Phil and see that his passion and his yeah. love of the industry, not just Xbox, the industry. Because remember, he's the guy who pushed crossplay. He's yeah. the guy who, when somebody else launches their console, he is up front. Hey guys, great job. He is the one who is working with Nintendo. Yeah. You know. The, you can see the passion he has, and he has a believability that that is is part of what is selling reselling Xbox, not only to their current base, but I think to a to folks who haven't given them a look before. You're always going to have the, you know, Dan is laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. The chat is making all sorts of jokes, right? Now. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Hey, can we talk some Amico? I want to get I want to get the narrow going. Um, you you, know, you always have that section of the of of that of that console warrior base that's never gonna get, that's never gonna understand that, and they're gonna yeah. and they're gonna root for their plastic, and that's that. But I think, but I think where where Microsoft made a a fantastic move was getting Phil not only where he is, but putting him out there as the face of Xbox. And and, yes. and I think that he is selling the brand 
in ways that no one else outside of maybe Peter Moore could possibly have done. And on Sony's side, <clears throat> Jim Ryan is unfortunately not the guy you want out there talking to the no, public. No, he, he is abrasive. He and 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 you know where where Don Matrick had his. If you live in a submarine, I've got a console for you. <laughs> Jim, Jim has the. We're not making Minecraft <clears throat> crossplay because think of the children, and that is that is a problem that they that they have because they don't have a Sean Layden. Who I Ainsley, I agree with you. I really like Sean Layden. Yeah, he's a, gen- he's a it's genuineness, right? Yeah, that's what dude. Phil has in spades. That's what Sean has. And good leaders are intelligent and knowledgeable, but they're also genuine. And if and you Jim remember, Ryan is not genuine, he's not. And if you remember when, you know, another guy I didn't like at Sony was Andrew House, and Andrew oh, yeah. House yeah. was was uh, he was a jerk. I mean, really, <laughs> and, and on stage he was abrasive and you know overly, you know overly taking shots at everybody else. And they very quickly pivoted to, to having Sean Layden be the guy. Sean came out in you know, uh, you know, in in like you know clothes like you know, like he dressed like Phil. He lo- he was that he was their Phil. Um, you know, each company had that guy, Phil, Sean, and Reggie. And and now, you know, they don't have a Sean Layden. They don't have a Jack Trenton, who I thought was brilliant. <laughs> He's you, a funny guy. Yeah. Let me tell you, yeah. the the yeah. PlayStation Four success, in my opinion came squarely down on Jack Trenton walking out on that E3 stage but with the with the we love use game sign behind him <laughs> and and defining the Xbox one without mentioning their name Jack Trenton is the reason in my humble opinion that the PlayStation 4 is where it is yes Microsoft's you know they they crumbled their messaging but but one of the ways that you defeat your opponent, uh, and it works especially in politics. Is you define your opponent before your opponent has a chance to define themselves. Very true. And Jack Trenton defined the Xbox One, and then followed up with uh, and Shuhei and and what's his name followed up with that beautiful video, the sharing video, and that was all she wrote. So they don't have that guy at Sony. Nintendo doesn't have that guy at the moment either, but they don't need that guy. They got <laughs> Nintendo they, doesn't need. They anything, got Mario. Man. They don't need crap. <laughs> Yep. Microsoft's got that guy. And and again, you know, that's the same guy that pulled Connect out of the box, pulled the HD. I mean, that's the same guy that has upset me on many occasions. But yeah. I can but but I understand why. And and I don't matter. I had this discussion with John on our show. I don't matter to Xbox, and I don't say that in a disparaging way. I'm not their main demographic anymore i'm a 48 year old 47 48 year old gamer that you know i'm i'm an old school guy i'm not phil's target demographic phil's target demographic is that that young teen to to up to 40s that that is new age that's looking at 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 x cloud that's looking at you know that wants the ray tracing and wants the graphics, and that's what they build on. I'm a dinosaur, and I am aware of that. <laughs> I am a dinosaur, and and as much as I did not like, you know, what they did with Connect, pulling it out of the box, I always felt that that was a um, that was a a a game changer for them. Yeah. I understand why he did it. I don't like it, but I you know it's like I'm a macho. Yeah, I'm with you. and and that's that's just 
he has to sell Xbox, and that's how he's doing it. And I think that he is succeeding in that. Yeah, he's done a fantastic job. I don't think even people who don't really like Xbox kind of agree on that. I see those comments all the time, like the corner they've turned, right? Um, shout out to, uh, I saw Kel stop in, Ace Junkie, first time viewer, welcome. Uh, Bert came in and gave everyone a kiss, as he tends to do. Uh, <laughs> I, I love normal. it, everybody. It's his, it's his birthday, September 3rd, too? <laughs> <laughs> I see Archimedes as well. What's up, man, from Germany? So, Appreciate it. So, oh, wow. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, fantastic conversation, guys. Um, yeah, I, it's, I think you covered it all, Mike. I think you're right. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean I, – I, I, I no. sucked the air out of the room. No, right? not at all. Not at all. It's great conversation. I, I think it is fun to talk about this because you're right. A lot of – it's all about messaging, and you're right. Uh, Sony – and going back to Dan's point, right at the outset of the last generation when Xbox One and PS4 came up, Xbox leadership tripped, and they fell. And Sony basically stepped on their neck. And it, it was over before you could even blink. Um, and at this point now, it's Phil who is the leader, like you said, leading that messaging. He's not going to trip. Phil doesn't trip. No, um, he does And not. Sony doesn't have anyone in their leadership that can counter Phil. So even though it goes without saying PlayStation is a bigger global brand, they have a bigger distribution model, they're in more countries, I think globally PlayStation 5, no matter what, is still going to sell more units, hardware units, than the Xbox. I think those are facts. But uh, Chris, they do. Slander. Chris is slandering me in the chat room. <laughs> Mike barely lets me talk too. That is slander, <laughs> sir. That is absolute slander. Now yeah. Peter might Peter might have an argument, but <laughs> not you. And right, H Junkie, right? Phil Phil wasn't the 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 person the the leader in 2013, and we're not even going to talk about Don Matrick because I want you guys to stay watching. So we'll just leave him out of the <laughs> leave him out of the conversation because he's a wet blanket if there ever was one. Sorry, Bert, we're giving yeah. that to Don Matrick this week. <laughs> Bert's Bert's wet blanket award that we should just do that every week. <laughs> That is a great idea. Yeah, We're going to come up with an actual plaque of the wet blanket award and just give those out every once in a while. Uh, Diego, there we go. We need a graphic for a wet blanket award. We're going to work on that. We'll, <laughs> we'll award that out to people. Uh, All right, guys. <laughs> so let's talk, about, um, let's talk about some of the things that came out this week. There weren't a lot of big news topics, but we're on kind of the uh, Xbox vein with Spencer. So, you know, leaked this week is the Cyberpunk uh, Xbox One X bundle. And uh, it's Xbox thought they could release an unlisted video on YouTube and no one would find it. Like, that lasted all of, what, like 10 minutes? Um, so anyway, the video for the console is out there. Uh, it's releasing in June, the bundle, yeah. but uh, obviously with the game being playable at launch in September. So the interesting thing here, first we can talk about your thoughts on the console itself. And Mike, I don't know if you get into the whole custom console thing. Dan, come on, man. Oh, Damn, oh, mute. What are you doing? I thought I did. Oh, but, uh, you know, Xbox One X is now 299 and the, you know, the prevailing thought there is they got to clear stock out, right? You got to push those Xbox One Xs out before Series X comes out. So with an Xbox One X custom or theme bundle coming out in June, what does that look like? Because uh, those bundles have traditionally been 499 I don't see any way in hell they release a bundle in June four months prior to or five months prior to Series X for $500. No. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Now... I, I I will I will I will say this. I'll push back a little on on 
one part of that. I don't think it's the X that they're going that they're going to try to clear stock of. I okay. think they want I think they want the X sitting next to the Series X for two reasons. Number one, not everybody's going to walk into Best Buy and buy a Series X, and they know that. Yeah. <clears throat> so they need an alternative to keep people because I think the delta I think the price delta is going to be Series X, PS5, and Microsoft needs a budget a, a kind of a budget system to to counter people going I'm not paying $600 for a Series X and taking their eye to the Sony side. So the I think the one I think what they're going to clear out is the S. I think the S is the S will be the first thing to to go from yeah. a from a from a standpoint there. Yeah, um, that's where that's where the conversation around Lockhart gets interesting, right? The, the... I, yeah, I'm, and I'm still not sure that's a thing. I mean, yeah, me neither. So I so I can I can tell you that definitively that there are documents showing two consoles. Sure. From, from inside Xbox, like actually from Xbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, but, but I don't. It's I weird that, that they haven't talked about it at all. Because um, I think that that I think that is all it was was just a, an idea. Yeah, they, they maybe they scrapped it. We don't know, but I yeah we'll see. But I because you figure they would have mentioned it by now. But maybe they come out in the summer and say if you don't want the Series X at four here it is it's going to be four ninety nine. If you don't want that, then we've got a, another option for whatever you know. It's right, kind of the rumor, right? If you're for a while. If you're, sub, if you're in a submarine. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I, no, I, I think what's going to happen is, I think that these, I think they're going to to just try to work on some more of these custom X consoles, because and 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 I think that's going to be your stopgap, because I think when when all is said and done, the X is a very formidable alternative to the Series X. Remember, that's a console that does 4K. The Series X might do 4K 60 on a game, where the X might do 4K 30, and that might be the you know uh, the the X is capable of some software ray tracing things. I mean, there are some things that the X can do that the Series X will just do will just do a bit better, and I think that's where they're going to make that differentiator. They're gonna they're gonna hit you with this custom cyberpunk console or maybe in the fall they'll you know they'll take another third party make a custom console and they'll say okay if you're if you're not ready to invest in the series x check out this sweet looking cyberpunk x bundle and by the way this has game pass this will run all your games blah 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 um i i you know the the i think lockhart i think what that would end up doing is confusing the market and i don't think they want to do that and i think it was a great idea that they thought you know they probably thought you know we'll do this and we'll phase out the previous consoles and i if i were to be a, if i were to take a guess and an educate again i have no knowledge or or you know i'm not an insider anything of that nature i think that the x probably is selling better than their projections and so why mess with that same reason that all these games were coming out on the PS4 and not being bumped up to the PS5. People are still buying PS4s. Why mess with the sales? So I, I think that that's... I, I, if they do announce a Lockhart, I, I, then I think that the X is gone. But I just... I, I don't know... I, I don't know how you... I don't know how you survive with three different consoles of that little differentiation. Three SKUs, yeah. And, yeah, I think that's the conversation. That's why we really don't really don't know. <laughs> it's killing me. I know. Uh, KG, 
De- Carl Diego Seguin. wants me so bad to talk about the Amico, or I'm gonna. He said, or I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, yeah, I agree. I think 4.99 for both too. So Dan, I know Cyberpunk most anticipated game. We kind of talked about it. You have the so, Gears Five Xbox, right? Yeah, there is zero chance I buy this. I, first of all, Z- oh, wait, whoa, whoa, zero. zero, zero chance I buy this. Zero chance. All right, let me cut zero this. Chance. That's 59.42. I'm time stamping that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm gonna buy this one. First of all, the Gears one looked really good. This one doesn't. I'm just gonna go out and say it. It's not great. That controller. The more I look at it, the more I hate it. So, and then it's probably gonna be 500 bucks. I mean, if we're really, you know, you would think they couldn't pull that off, but they're going to. And then it'll go on sale maybe in like you know August, you know, closer to when the game comes out. And then I, I just don't understand. I don't understand what the move is here. You know, I, I maybe I'm sure they had a plan before the whole delay and everything else, and so maybe that's part of it. But I mean, I, I don't see a point. I mean, maybe if you're playing right now on the OG Xbox or an S, and you know, it's a decent price. But you know, like it says, you know, the X right now you can get it for two ninety nine. You know, it does, you know, it's just yeah. a base model. You don't need, you know, somebody to throw some damn stickers on it and call it Cyberpunk because. Easy. Looks, it doesn't look good. I'm just going to say stickers. It. It's, it's not a PS4. Garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> that is that is on the level of some of the PS4 designs. That's how bad I think this console is. All right. Now you've wow. gone too far. Sir. I am saying. And I'm wow. actually I'm sitting next to my God of War PS4, which okay. is pretty cool. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Yeah. Now you look at like the Gears Five. Console, oh, it's right? amazing. It's, it's like amazing. the best console I think right. ever. Right. And then you come out and you give us this thing. You know, wow. I, so I must be in the minority because <laughs> chat is completely agreeing with you. Uh, you know, Bomber says it looks bad. Diego doesn't like it. It's garbage. Ace Junkie said the controller's <laughs> horrible. Uh, meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I think that's kind of cool looking. I don't, I don't know. Oh, Maybe I, I just like everything. Literally, my screensaver is Cyberpunk. I am 100% down for Cyberpunk. I love it. I wanted something a little bit more, I don't know, like, I don't know. It just looks weird to me. Did you watch the actual video, the the reveal yeah. video? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. You know, and they, okay. you know, where they had like the the little secrets in different places that you know actually showed the console and everything. Like the 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 video that leaked is what I was the one I was talking about. Regardless, I mean, you can flash it up as much as you want, but then you look at it and you're like, oh, well, look at that. No, but it, 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 the video because the picture it looked pretty bad, right? But if you watch the video and they go in close on it, it looks like it was made to look like. Um, not a uh, what's the word I'm looking for like Borderlands style. What is this? Like, yeah, not just like cell shaded. You know what I mean? Just, but kind of yeah, look like kinda, it's a piece out of the game. Dystopian noir. Right. Kind of yeah, that. you Which, know what you I know, don't I, do? I, don't know. I think it looks I, I, cool. I don't get up right next to my Xbox when I play it, so it's got to look good from a mile away, <laughs> so I can see it. I can give a shit less what it looks like. I'm just sitting there like this. God damn, this thing's pretty. No, like the Gears one, it's just gorgeous it is gorgeous and 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 i know that they're capable of doing some really cool <laughs> stuff and that's what bothers me about this it's just like man you just you just said fuck it on this one Bob Palmer said it looks like clap trap i just or saw crack, that yeah, yeah right yeah. crap trap yeah wow uh, <laughs> oh man all right all right well i'm gonna have to move on as you guys insult the next console <laughs> and it's sad too because i i you know, my my position on custom consoles is that uh, this is one area that that Microsoft completely fell down on the job on, and and every time Comic Con would come around and they'd show these really awesome custom consoles that you can win, 
Yeah. And I'm like, come on, put one of these on the shelf and it will sell. <laughs> they had one, they had one from the division that was oh, that's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Um, they had one for rare replay that had that it had that I had not had an Xbox one at the time. I would have bought that outright. I would have gone to the store and bought one. The, yeah. it, it looked like, you know, the it had that rare replay gold and yellow and it was yeah, just I remember really it. nice. Yeah, so because Diego fact, and I always talk about the Cuphead one too. We're the like Cuphead one. fanatic. The Cuphead one's a little too yellow for me. <laughs> the, the, I, I, you know, this is one area where, like, I remember the biggest one of the biggest sellers for Sony was there was that Batman, um, the Batman console that they had, and then yeah, they brought out the then now. they brought out the Destiny, uh, the the. Um, not the Taken King. What was the uh, the Destiny where it had the it had the Destiny map etched at the top yeah. of it? It was like not Forsaken. I don't know Destiny well enough. Forsaken. Gorgeous. I don't know. Yeah. Gorgeous. Well, so, and Chris just said it too. The the funny thing is, is that the only thing I like about the Xbox ones, like especially the Gears one, right, is it's like laser etched and it's got depth to it. It's just a lot of detail in it. Whereas the PS5, like even the God of War one, which I have over here on my left that I like, it's really mostly just stickers. It's a different color, and then they're kind of plastered on it. You know, you know, it's actually a small, short little story about these custom consoles. The reason I'm probably here today and doing these podcasts and was involved in gaming Twitter is because of one of those consoles. Mm. So there was a Fallout 4 one, I think. It was like a pit box. And yes. I won it. It was like, it was like the, the brownish kind of, had the yellow stripes and stuff on it. Huh. And I, won, I won it one time from, I think it was somebody from like Rooster Teeth or something. And... Um, I sold that one to for hardly any. I just sold it because I didn't want it to uh, Xbox addict for his collection. Oh. I saw his collection. I was like, "This okay. is amazing!" And then I through him, I kind of found gaming Twitter, yeah, and everything you know that was going on and stuff. And it was really, I mean, I, I didn't even know that was out there, you know. And that was okay. back in the day. And that's and and that console was awesome, but I had never used it, and I just kind of had to sit there. And you know, I was a, I was about to give up. you shit for not selling it to me, but you said Xbox Addict, so that's fair yeah, enough. yeah. Well, that was before I knew you. <laughs> There's no excuses. You live from care, right? But yeah, it was. I mean, I, I love these consoles. I love the the, the nice. One. I, I really wanted a PS4 uh, Pro, uh, but I just at this point it's kind of yeah. You know what I mean? The the 500 million one and. and um, I know Bert has it too. The, yeah. the translucent blue one is yeah, that one freaking is awesome. gorgeous. That's the one I use actively right now. But Bert's point is the same that a lot of people are saying. I think we said too is it's just weird, you know, buying a custom Xbox One X four or five months prior to the Series X, especially knowing that I'll, I'll bet you dollars to donuts. I don't know why that just jumped in my head. Dollars to donuts. Yeah. There's a Halo, you know, Halo Infinite Series X, which obviously I'm going to buy like twelve of. So. Yeah. Oh, you'll be able to stack them next to each other. Yeah, I'm going to create a pyramid of just <laughs> Halo. <laughs> I, how how are those going to work? I, I haven't. I the pyramids really. The pyramids? Yeah, they go back no, a no, long no. time. Mike. Uh, gee, I know a little bit about pyramids. <laughs> oh, uh, no, it's not what I <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> we're, and we're off <laughs> Halo Pyramid confirmed yo I would buy it I'd rock a Halo anybody in the Halo, chat room I'll rock says, a Halo anybody, anything anybody in the chat room says ring pops and I'm gonna lose it okay um, <laughs> no I meant I meant how are 
the the custom X consoles. I, I, yeah, I don't know. We haven't seen one yet, right? Other than mockups. Um, I I do know Phil actually commented that one of the things they like about the shape is it gives them more kind of space and uniqueness to work with for themed consoles. So I'm really curious to see. I you have to imagine Halo is going to be the first one, and I just hope they do it justice because that'll be my my go to for a long time. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So you guys might have more to say on this because I actually don't have a lot. But Crisis, Crisis is coming back. They started teasing earlier this week, and then uh, you know people were thinking, "Oh, we're going to get a new Crisis," and naturally, it's the end of the generation, and we're getting a remastered Crisis, which, at least to me, was a little disappointing. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on this? I, I was actually a never big, never a big Crisis person. Um, to, I don't know. Are you guys yeah. excited for this? I'm kind of the same way. I, I, the only thing I remember about Crisis was when it came out, it was so graphically and just demanding for PCs that people had to upgrade. Yeah. It was that the old, one. The old tenant run crisis. Right. Yeah. That was that one. And I think when I think Far Cry, like the original came out, people were like, oh, we got to upgrade because of the grass blades and shit. But hmm. like Crisis is one of those games where I played them and I just could not get into them. Maybe I'll give it another chance uh, with a remastered version. Definitely not on the Switch. Although being able to <laughs> remap my buttons might go oh, yeah? a whole long way because that's awesome. Then you're going to buy it for this. You buy everything for both I consoles. I you're bought, going to. I have told you I'm in Earl for all three of them. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Damn right. Someone, someone made a funny comment on Twitter the other day because they were talking about Crisis, you know, remastered, and they were started showing some assets from it, like in 4K and like mm-hmm. completely redone. And they're like, but wait, it's being made for the Switch, so obviously that means the rest of the consoles' versions are going to suck because it's going to hold them back, right? Well, no, they just put out the original on the Switch, <laughs> <laughs> and then they have to. De-master. I don't think the Switch can still run Crisis if we're asking that question. I don't know. I was going to say you you mentioned an eight thousand dollar PC earlier in the show, and that's the first thing that I thought of was, yep. hey, the Crisis remaster might run on that. <laughs> exactly. Well, the same the same studio that is putting. Um, that's putting crisis on the switch actually did the witcher three. So there is yeah. some hope. Yeah. Yeah. So I was never into crisis. It wasn't my, I, I didn't care. Um, I don't, I was really hoping more for a rise Sun of Rome remaster, which I thought would be Dude, a much underrated game. Underrated. That game, game. Let me tell you the graphics. Dan, you I see about the graphics. head nod and get away. Game that, so bad. Oh, stop. <laughs> I'll, I'll mute him. I'm muting him. Hold on. Slander. <laughs> <laughs> that game, even graphically, still holds up today from launch. I mean, had a good is, story. You probably didn't play the whole game, Dan. And, and, and it not. had connect, and it had connect support. <laughs> it did have connect support. You could launch arrows, and yeah, yep. it was fun. It was fun. So. All right, Resident Evil, maybe, maybe Resident Evil Four. You guys, yes, yeah. no, no, yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm about, to, I'm about to lose a ton of uh, followers on Twitter now. Oh, I can't wait. Let's see this. Um, Let's hear it. So, so I'll lose I, some first. I haven't played the Resident Evil 4. And I know many consider it to be an uh, incredible game. And if not the best Resident Evil, one of the best Resident Evils. I do own it. I have played it. I just never played through the whole thing. So, uh, Mike, now you go ahead. I want to see what you can drop on us here. Um, I haven't played a Resident Evil since 1. Holy I, actually, <laughs> I honestly, honest to goodness, I preferred the Silent Hill series over Resident Evil. Uh, I'm actually with you. I, I think Silent Hill is a better horror series. Yeah, I don't know. I also have never played a Final Fantasy game. <laughs> what? How's cool. that possible? There's like 458 of them. Because I was a Sega guy. 
Okay, All right. you're you're back. You're back into the hearts <laughs> of of the crew here. All is forgiven. All you have to do is say the Sega word, and and you're you're part of the show. You, you see good. what's up on you see what's up on my wall, right? Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got you. It's it, okay. it's in the middle for a reason. <laughs> and, so I know and Dan, underneath of that, underneath of that is my Saturn Netlink modem. Yes. Yeah. Now we're going back. Um, Dan, so I know Resident Evil, we always joke, you're not really big into it. Now, Resident Evil 4, more of an action-oriented Resident Evil. Any sure. interest? Are you going to try it or not even bother? Uh, you know, I just don't really dig those kind of games. I'm just not a horror game guy. So, you know, I, I think the last one I played, I mean, it was two originally before all these remakes came out. And then I think I tried five where it was, like, set in, like, a different country. Was that right? You guys remember that one? I think I Four. tried five. Was that four? Yeah, f- five was five was back. Well, Bert, Bert, let us know. He's in chat. Yeah, he would Bert, know. Yeah, Bert would know. Um, no, five was more of a traditional kind of going back Resident Evil because uh, Wesker's uh, in fi- Wesker's in five again. Um, I remember I playing f- through like a sand area in one of them, and that's all I remember. I think it was. I thought it was five, but maybe I'm wrong. So that's it. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my Resident Evil experience, and then obviously the shit show that was the. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna bring that up every time yeah. um, that we made Dan play through the demo of Resident Evil Two Remake, and uh, he damn near uh, ruined my couch. Yeah. That day. <laughs> so it's hilarious, though. It is on our channel still. I went back and watched it last week when we talked about it. I'm just telling you, man. I'm like, you know, two feet away from a heart attack. I don't need anything outside <laughs> pushing away. You know, just pushing me a little bit closer to the grave. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so speaking of Sega, here's a good, a good segue here is uh, Streets of Rage 4. Mm. So Streets of Rage 4 is coming uh, April 30th, so that's what, 12 days away it's launching. Limited Run Games is doing some really cool additions of this where they even have a Genesis clamshell case that you can get for it. Um, and then best best news, I think, is it's launching in the Game Pass on day one. So, um, you know, most of us, I think, this audience is Game Pass subscribers, so we already kind of have it. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I love a I love an old side scrolling beat 'em up. They're just a lot of fun. I know I was talking to Cog yesterday. We've been joking about playing it. So hopefully a, a big group of us can kind of get on and play some co op. Mm, 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 mm. Remember and, when Streets of Rage two released? No, nope. man, that game blew it so, away. What? What? I'm sorry, Dan. I'm sorry. I'm not a Streets of Rage guy either. I've never. What? Been fun. Are you shaking your head? I, I didn't the, even notice. Listen, the what? last I, one I played, the last side scrolling beat 'em up I played, I think it was Double Dragon two on the Nintendo. That's okay. Yeah, that was all right. Get this, get this man a Genesis. <laughs> oh my god! Streets of Rage two is like a revolution. Actually, you know what? You can, it's actually available. The 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 Streets of Rage collection is actually available on Xbox Live. Um, Dan, and it's, Dan probably already owns it. Oh yeah, and it's back it. and it's back and pat. Um, one of the so uh, uh, and, and um, uh, Chris played it um, at Pack South. Um, the last beat 'em up that we that I really played was Raging Justice that came out uh, last year, um, which was it's kind of like this. Um, it's like but an, it, it pays kinda, homage to the to pays the, homage. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I but but I have been I have been long awaiting Streets of Rage four and last week's uh, this past week's announcement that they are including the original yeah. Genesis tracks. Yeah was just the icing on the cake there <laughs> the the genesis you know one of the one of the big um kind of uh um 
things it gets compared to when you talk about the Genesis and the Super Nintendo was always sound and music. Yeah. And of course, you know, the the Super Nintendo had had the 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 chip that allowed for sampling and things like that. And so you had more orchestral sounding soundtracks and things like that. But Sega, when when you had somebody who could really take advantage of Sega's sound chips and you created a soundtrack like Streets of Rage that, um, to be quite honest, I have... Uh, uh, you could find that soundtrack on online in its old Genesis form in an MP4. And I will drive down the road playing it. <laughs> I mean, that that is there. There are certain soundtracks that you never forget. And the streets of rage one theme and the streets of rage two first level are two sound are two soundtracks that I just simply do not ever get out of my head um <laughs> it's funny you it's, say that about the genesis too because one of mine and this is a this is a deep cut right here but it's herzog's why yeah, um, oh my goodness the music in that game, game is amazing the game was amazing too but the music the in that game amazing. amazing there's so much good genesis music out there if you really yeah. you know and, and carl, carl could, just said he never had a genesis so i'm kicking him out of chat too so oh well, yeah bye that was another good game. All right, Herzog's all right, Dan. Five, you keep, you keep saving yourself carefully. That was the, yeah. That was the RTS, right? Is that the one I was thinking? Yes, of? it was. Yes, yeah. super good. Tell me, tell me you like, tell me you like Hellfire. I don't even know what the hell that is. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, for a second, I, I am, you know, also old, and so like I don't remember what I did yesterday, let alone what I did, you know, <laughs> thirty years ago. All so. Right. I but Carl like, did save himself. He reminded me, of course, that it's Mega Drive. Yeah, in Mega the Drive. I, I Mega forgot. Drive. Mega yes. Drive. What is this? What is this Genesis? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yuzo Kishiro um, was one of those developed one of those composers that he just knew how to take the Genesis, um, just like he did. I mean, just like he did with the, with the NES. I mean, he did he did work for on NES stuff too. But I mean, if you think about it. When you when I think of when I think of guys like Yuzo Kishiro, I think of Streets of Rage and Space Harrier. Um, nice, you know, and 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 I think he also did Gradius too. Um, but these are you know these guys that could that oh he did um, Revenge of Shinobi. He did that soundtrack too. Oh, great game. Um, great and, but game. but you remember those those that yeah they game. stick they stick in your head. Yeah, I mean. Goes without saying, yeah. Diego. Shout out to Zillion. That's a master system. Yeah, You're going back even further. Zillion. In fact, when I was on the Lord's podcast, I brought that up with Cog, and uh, I told him this is a true story that I was like eight or nine or ten, whatever, at the time when Zillion came out. And uh, you know, the first Zillion, you had to go room to room and solve those puzzles, and they had the little icons and every puzzle. And my mom would sit behind me with a notebook, drawing the puzzles for each room, so that I could get through the oh. game. Classic, nice. classic. Zelda music is your favorite. It's okay, Chris. We'll okay. forgive you. You can you it's can right. stay. He's, it's okay. He's the Nintendo guy. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Uh, yeah, I mean Zelda. I think is always up there. You talk about um, franchises where we talk about music. Um, I know Zelda yeah, always, absolutely. Gets, always absolutely. gets mentioned. I'm a Halo. Uh, the Halo music uh, to me is yes incredible. Um, 
But anyway, so we're all over the place now. Carl's bringing our fantasy zone, fantastic game, and fantasy star, which you know I've talked about many times. Two fantasy completely star different games. Is now out. I know, man. I played. Uh, I played the beta. I haven't loaded it up since the full launch, though. Anytime, just tell oh, me you... anytime. Okay. All right. So, do I, so... I do have you guys all on my friends list. I think. I think you do. I know Dan, yeah. but right. yeah, any anytime. Fantasy Star Online was my, you know, back when I had the time to play MMOs like that. Um, <laughs> uh, on the PlayStation Two, it was EverQuest Online Adventures, which I probably dropped a, a good two years of my life into. Um, <laughs> but on the but on the Dreamcast and then the Xbox, and now yeah. Fantasy Star Online. Um, just was so special, and and I will not. And, you know, there are moments for me when I watch like press conferences and stuff, where um, you see we do live react shows. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple. There's been a couple of times during these past, you know, when you know back compatibility and stuff like that, um, where where you know I visibly get a little shaken up. <laughs> when, Nothing wrong with when, that. When they showed, when Microsoft showed the Fantasy Star Online uh, trailer, and I saw the last first thing E3? you saw, yep, and yeah, the first yeah. thing you saw was the character walking out, yep, right, and on the on the back it kind of looked like a Tron disc. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And as soon as I got a good look at the back of that person, I said, "You no, <laughs> this can't be what I think it is." And then she jumped into the uh, into the thing to go down to the play, and I was like. That can't be Fantasy Star Online. It can't be, and sure enough, it was. And like, I was like welling up because that's <laughs> it's, my, it's my youth. You know, those are things that I did. I, you know, that I, I had the broadband, I had the broadband adapter for the Dreamcast. Yep. I would play Fantasy Star Online for hours at a time. Like, I would lose an entire day just playing Fantasy Star. Online. We probably ran into each other and didn't even know it because I was that on that game every night. Most, but we probably did. Yeah. So. <laughs> Man, we've turned this into like the retro podcast. We got yes. Fantasy Zone being brought up, Star Fox. Let me let me uh, get a stand. You never played it. <laughs> I, I, Fantasy Star Two was one of my favorite RPGs of all time. That's a great. Okay, all right, all he's time. my friend again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. I actually played a little bit of it on the Xbox because it's backwards compatible. Yeah. So it's so let's let, let's throw this and one yes, over to Mike. Dinero, I had a menacer, Dinero. I had a menacer. Menacer was the um, the the add-on, right? The gun yep, with the was, yeah, but it was but where where Nintendo was just a pistol, this was a rifle. <laughs> yeah, and then it came with Sega and, came out with all guns blazing. Yep, and it came with uh, uh, the Toe Jam and Earl um, Red right. Tomatoes. Yeah, it did. It yep. did. And then didn't Super Nintendo respond with the Super Scope? Didn't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, we're going back. I know. Um, so here, let me throw that. Watch, watch, Dan. You ready for this? So mm. Bert, Mike. We, we used to do a game on this podcast called Name That Game. And one of us would pick a rare game. You'd get to ask 10 questions, and you had to guess what it was. And one of the weeks, I think it was Dan who did it, he did Zaxxon. Mm. And I was like, oh, I can't believe I didn't guess Zaxxon. And Bert's like, what? He had never heard of Zaxxon. And he thought we were making it wow. up. Wow. Man. We had, that's, that's pretty much when uh, – <laughs> Bert's in chat. That's pretty much when we had to ask Bert to leave. Um, <laughs> he got medios. <laughs> all right man uh why don't we uh so we, this is fun conversation guys i'm having yeah. a good time yeah. um why don't we talk about what we're currently playing let's jump to that so yeah. uh I'll let, mike what, what do you what do you got kind of going on right now when you when you have the time um so we we just talked about it fantasy star online i was yep, playing yep. beta on that 
Um, I had I had just gotten as far as I felt I was going to get in Bloodstained: Ritual of the Damned. Oh, nice! Um, very good game. Very good. If you are a if you are a Castlevania style gamer, um, that is a that is a great. You know, it's by the same developers. Uh, yeah, it it's a it's a beautiful game, game too. So, um, I, I'll be honest with you. I have been doing a lot of retro gaming lately. Um, cool. I I decide. You know, I finally uh, I finally went out and got my copy of Road Rash for the Saturn. Um, and while I was there, picked up uh, picked up a, a copy of Wipeout, which I used to have. Oh, wow. um, okay. Before Wipeout was truly Sony only, yeah. Um, you know, uh, so I had that. So you know, I've been going back and playing a lot of Sega Saturn, um, and just kind of fill in the time when I'm, I'm, I'm looking for that next game for for my Xbox and PS to play. I was thinking of um, uh, somebody uh, told me uh, that I could get, I could play. I think it was Final Fantasy 15 without having to know the rest of the lore. Um, yeah, it's on Game Pass too. Is that what, yeah, that's what you're Game talking Pass. about? Yeah. I am. I, I think that are the Yakuza games there yet? Because I did want to zero is is zero. zero. So I do want to. Yeah. I do want to get to that. But I mean, I've been. I've just. I've been enjoying that simpler time. So it's it's probably bulking me up for that other console that I, you guys don't want me to talk about. <laughs> hey, that's fair enough. Fair enough. And Carl just said, yeah. So Spider Man is on PS now as well. So if oh, you, good. As if a, you have, a, haven't played Spider Man, now's a now's a good time to do that as well. Three, one of the three games I've platinumed. Really? Okay. Yep. Nice. The only one I ever done. Really? Yeah, I know. Dan, Dan's a big Spider Man guy, so um, I let him and Bert pretty much talk about that nonstop because I'm not. But fantastic <laughs> game. Fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Dan, what are you up to, man? You playing anything new? Speaking of Spider-Man, I actually did a whole run-through of New Game Plus this week. Jesus like, Christ. The whole game? It. Whole game. Oh, now, which one? Spider-Man. Now, nice. Not, not, not the DLC, and I didn't like go after every single thing because I already had a platinum. There's really no need to. Um, and then I played, I've played. i been playing a lot of Mad Max, which is... Oh, yeah. yeah the yeah. more I get into it, the more yeah. I'm starting to like it. Um, it's It's kind of like... I don't know. We know how to describe it. It's 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 got that open world feel, but it's not like super overwhelming. But it's not also it's also not like super polished. So you know you have issues here and there. But it's really really well done overall. Yeah. I think um, I'm going to finish that up hopefully this week. I'm kind of taking my time with it. Uh, started Final Fantasy VII remake. Cool. Um, didn't think I was going to ever play that. Play the demo. Really enjoyed it. Um, so I people seem to be up. loving it, like we it's, talked about last week. Yeah, it's it's something. It, it's not like a, something I've ever played before. So it, it's it's kind of got a mix of. I think I told you guys it was like kind of like Dragon Age Inquisition combat plus Devil May Cry a little bit. It's it's okay. you know I cannot confirm easy mode yet, and that it is easy <laughs> because I haven't tried it. Um, but it, it's real. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous game. Yeah, um, some of the screenshots people are posting are, are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they did a fantastic job on it. Yeah, and I, I, my biggest worry with the whole thing, and my, my biggest hesitation of getting it was, you know, I want to be able to play through the whole thing, the whole game, yeah. at once. But obviously, that's not going to happen. Nope. Um, not for years. Yeah, no, yeah. For <laughs> I, I don't even know. It could be, yeah, five years from now by the time we get another one. Um, short of that, just kind of jumping in here and there, different places, um, division. Uh, a little bit more Ghost Recon. A little uh, Chaos Bane. 
Okay. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we played Chaos yeah. Bane. That was yeah, actually we played a little uh, Warhammer yesterday. Yeah, if you want an AARPG that's you know not super, you know, in depth and it uh, it's not how do you want to say it? It's not super overwhelming, I guess. When you yeah, that's a good way to say it. It's, it's free to play it, right now. Yeah, free to play right now. It's really really good. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. Damn, it, Chris said his uh, custom Spider-Man PS4 Pro was stolen. That's yeah. freaking horrible. That is horrible. I, I remember when that happened. That. I know. Anyway, I did. You know what? I forgot last night. Just for, out of fun, I fired up uh, Outer Wilds. Oh, mm-hmm. so okay. So before you go into that, it's a really uh, popular game, right? It, it won a bunch of awards, and Bert, Dan, and I—none of the three of us could really get into it. Nope. I, I, How are I'm you trying. Like? So, I'm trying um, <laughs> that way, um, I, and I got I got really far into one of the one of the planets, and and, and yeah. so you, my guess is that you have to have some patience because this is not a this is not an action game. It's an adventure game. Yes. It is a, it's a it's, yeah. it is almost one hundred percent exploration based. Yeah, there's no shooting. There's no there's there's a little bit of puzzle solving. Um, but it's easy to die in the game, and that's the thing that I'm struggling with. Um, I, I, I played for about an hour, and I'm kind of, I kind of want to go back to it, but I kind of don't. Kind of do. <laughs> so, so that's kind of. I've got maybe know, two, two and a half hours into it, and I, I just kind of lost interest. And I think that kind of happened yeah. to, uh, to, to a bunch of us. But the people who have really gotten through it, you know, and really got say it's just incredible. It won, like I said, it's won a bunch of yeah. awards. I I think you have to put you have to be prepared to invest a a, a nominal amount of time in it, I think. Um yeah. and, and you know, it's not a pick up and play. I, it is it is something that you're going to have to kind of carve out an evening to to play. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, to your point, you got to focus on it, right? Put some dedication yeah. to it. Yeah. So I um I haven't been playing too much new, honestly, not too much to talk about, but I did, uh, I got keys sent to me this week for Rogue Company, which I had completely forgotten about, mm. and it's um, it's from Hi-Rez, so it's the guys who make Smite and other, you know, competitive games, and it, it's like a third-person competitive shooter, so um, I, I actually just installed it today, I'm going to try it tonight, it's under, oh. like, a strict NDA, Sounds really, unique. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to go back and watch the video of it. I'm like, what did I just get keys for? And I watched the video and uh, I was like, okay, I mean, it looks kind of fun. It looks like about 18 other games that are popular right now, but you know, I'll try it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So I'll, I'll give it a shot and maybe I'll talk about that next week and we, we'll see how it is. But, um, you know, I do play a lot of Smite from high res. So, I, you know, I have faith they can make a fun game, but we'll see. So. Right. <laughs> Sounds unique. Wow. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, guys, I think with that, we are going to start to head on out of here. Shane Jordan Jordan came in really late. Did you give a quick yeah. shout-out to Jordan? What's up? Um, but, man, Mike, it's been uh, <laughs> it's been a – and talk about the mics. <laughs> Diego, you got to let it go, man. That's, a, let... that's what my show is for. <laughs> 
that's that's a perfect segue actually so i was gonna say mike man it's been awesome well, having you on yes definitely no so but you, give me two seconds on it Go i want to hear from you no, no 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 i want to ask you guys yeah do you do you do you know anything about and i'm not and my my intention here is not to sit here and sell you on it do you guys know about it are you interested in it at all uh know about it yes um we, I think uh, it's been in the conversation for a while now, right? So I, I really like the form factor of it. I like what they're doing with it. Um, my big thing is um, I wasn't big into those games originally. Sure. And so as cool as it would be to, to have, I don't also have anyone to play it with. My son's just, he's not going to play it with me. He's getting older. He's a teenager now. It kind of does his own things. Um, so I just, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get one. I think it'd be cool to have. I just don't see it getting a lot of use. That's okay. Me. All right. The Amico is that that's the Intellivision thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um do they have a ColecoVision one cuz that's the one I want. So they try <laughs> so Coleco Coleco tried. <laughs> but yeah. Coleco oh don't don't Diego still giving you shit by the way. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> don't 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 mention the word Coleco that that leaves a very bad taste in my mouth for the last year. <laughs> Such a they they're not the same company as they used to be and sure. no. Yeah. I would love to see like a Coleco Mini. Oh yeah, man! I, so I saw reviews started coming out. Not to get off topic, Mike, but I saw reviews coming out this week on Turbo Graphics Mini yes. um, that are really positive. I've had that yes. thing pre-ordered since it was first announced, and yet there's still no shipping date. I'm like, when am I getting mine? I'm ready for my Turbo Graphics. Yeah. Anyway, I was, go ahead. I was, Mike. I was interested in the Polymega until I saw how much it cost. Yes, I saw that. I can't, I can't yeah. afford that. So I so you know I. I'm happy with the with the HDMI cables I got for my Saturn and, and Xbox and stuff, and I'll just wait and pick up a. I was thinking of picking up the uh, Mega SD that that card that you can um, put your Sega CDs on, and I'll just get a Genesis. And use oh, that. nice. Okay. So, anyway, that was. Uh, I just wanted to see where you guys were. <laughs> um, on you know anybody who wants to talk about the Amico, you know where to find me. Yeah, and you well, you had Tommy on a few weeks ago, right? Well, we had him on in this is really neat. We had him on in January. January, and, okay. God and damn, that was our big that was our big um our big interview uh, yeah. with him. But I got to tell you to a man, he's a hell of a guy. Just straight up and and I'm not, you know, saying this because I'm interested in his product. He is a he is a good good guy. He's the only one so far that has taken us up on the, hey, anytime you want to come on, um, you're welcome to. We do that with all of our guests. Any guest of ours, we A, want to make sure that we treat them like they're one, they're just part of the show. You know, we're not we're not kind of the button down, you know, how is this or it was kind of yeah. question and answer. So, you know, I said to Tommy what I do to everybody else, hey, anytime you want to come on, you're more than welcome. And honestly, I just saw him on Skype one day. He was green. I said, hey, we're going to talk about the Amico tonight. If you want to jump in, you're more than welcome to. And so we started our podcast. And just out of the blue, he didn't even he didn't even respond. I see him light <laughs> up on Skype in a call. So he's calling me. And I, I'm like, yeah. So I hit merge. And he's like, hey, what's up, everybody? And John, like, jumps out of his chair. Yeah, he's like, Tommy, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm crashing your shit. And so, but, but I think I did see your of, post about that. Yeah. That's the kind of guy he is. He just, you know, came in, jumped in, chatted up with us, played some guitar. I mean, it was like fucking, it was, it was like, I was, I was like, 
I don't mark out for anybody. Like, like if I met Phil Spencer at an event, he's a he's a company guy. He's a he's a I would hey shake his hand. How you doing? It's nice to meet you. Tommy's a little different because he he goes back into my youth with with um with the music that he's done. Uh, you know, Terminator the Terminator soundtrack on Sega CD, Earthworm Jim. You oh, know, the man, things classic. that all the things that he's done. So from a and then just to be that friendly with us and to to kind of actually become friends with the guys on our show, um, I, that that is it speaks to him as a person. So, it, it, you know, like with anybody, with me, if you treat me well, I'm your friend for life. If you do me wrong, you're out. You're out. So my my <laughs> father, my, my that's the way my father carried himself. My father would do anything in the world for anybody. Until you got on, you know, until you crossed him and then you were dead to him. I'm the same way. I will, I love people, you know, interacting with people. This t- today, you know, on a Saturday afternoon has been phenomenal. I have such a great time being with you guys. And, you know, uh, uh, Dan, I've, I've gamed with you. Ainsley, you've been mm-hmm. on my show, you know, as well. And, and, you know, the guys in the chat, they're so much fun. And D- I know, <laughs> you know, Daenerys, Diego's giving me shit, but the, the honest truth is, is that, you know, we're all doing it out of love. Oh, and, it's all out of love. Yeah, and that's, no doubt. And, and that is that that's to have somebody who's so busy doing concerts and, and running around the world because he does. And in the middle of making a new console that's coming out, Part of what sold me on that console is him, and just for him to take that time and and then to take that time again and to interact with us on Twitter and interact with us on our show and stuff like that, it just speaks to the kind of guy he is. So, but but my bringing it up was more about asking you, you know, your opinions on because it is going to launch and it is a it is a it's not an Xbox One and it's it's not. No, a it's a big achievement five. getting it out. So yeah, you know, so Very cool. yeah, well, awesome man. Well, you, I mean, you, you just touched on a lot of what I was going to say is it's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Like we we told uh, Carl last week and, you know, we said to Archimedes the, the week before is it's just fun having people who just love gaming and no game. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, there's a there's a stark difference, in my opinion, and this isn't throwing shots at anyone, but there's a stark difference between people who focus on one very specific thing in the gaming industry and who really don't understand the gaming industry. Um, if right. that makes sense. And and you're one of those people that do. And I love that. Love that about you guys. Shout out to, to Chris and Peter as well. Um, and, and Chris, thanks for hanging out for chat all, all day, man. Um, <laughs> Tommy can sell prescription glasses to a blind man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's needed, right? He's, he's launching a, a tough, yeah. tough market and tough sell. But no, it's been an absolute pleasure. So, so Mike, uh, you know, yeah, like absolutely. I said, uh, shout out for you. Um, original Next Level Gaming Show. It's th- uh, Thursdays at 9.30, and that's Eastern, right? Eastern. Thursday yes. 9.30 Eastern. Thursday 9.30 Eastern. Definitely check them out on YouTube. Uh, you can also find you on Twitter, I know, at... Uh, Stinger, well, why Stinger don't you NLG. go ahead? Yep. Uh, Stinger <laughs> NLG. Um, and then, of course, if you uh, on YouTube, if you just type in Next Level Gaming, you'll find us. It's very easy. Um, and uh, and if you're, if you're interested in seeing what we used to do, what I used to do before... Uh, getting into YouTube and before I aged out of actually doing writing, the internet <laughs> way back the internet way back machine has a number of our of our old articles from the um, 
from the Xbox and PlayStation uh, and GameCube era all the way up to when I retired in 2006, um, 2007. Uh, go to the Internet Wayback Machine and type in nlgaming.com, and you'll see all kinds of fun stuff that we used to do. Nlgaming.com, okay. Yeah, it, it awesome. a, it, sometimes, sometimes it's surreal to go back and see that stuff. And to go back to actually go to Metacritic and pull up an old game and yeah, find some yeah. of my writing, um, you know, I, I've been blessed enough to have a couple of box quotes to my name, which is really cool. Um, I'm a relief pitcher in MLB 07. I mean, it's just some really <laughs> neat things awesome. that 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 have happened as a result of my you know gaming journalism life that I I, I have a lot of, I I have a lot of thankfulness for and a lot of people in the industry who I still know today. Um, my friend Arnie, who was my Microsoft rep in the Xbox and Xbox 360 days, is the the, the head of uh, PR for Naughty Dog, and I still talk oh, nice. to him. I mean, you know, guys in the industry that I still talk to and and love to this day, um, you know, have made me who I am. And, and guys like Chris, um, in all honesty, um, and Jay and De Niro, and 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 those, these guys made me who I am. I'm not I'm not standing here alone. So you know. Yeah, so come check us out. That's all I can do is ask you to come check us out. And, and you guys, Ainsley, definitely, you know, you and Dan, Ainsley, this is not going to be the last time you're going to be on NLG. And Dan, yeah, we're going to you on. You let guys are, you got, I'm, we, we, I need to have you guys on the show. Yep. So, and when you're ready to play some Fantasy Star Online, let me know. <laughs> I'm down. Dan, you there? Ainsley, yeah, my, it's because go. I got a freaking lawnmower going on behind me. So. <laughs> I'll try to meet the mic while he was going by. You're good. Uh, Dan, anything you want to shout no, out before man, we yeah, have? I, I appreciate you being on here, Mike. You're one of my favorites um, for sure because you're just down to earth. That's what I like. And, you know, probably my favorite guest so far. Oh. No offense to anybody. But it's just, I'm just saying, you know, it's just nice to have somebody that's so informed, that's so, you know, down to earth, that's just a guy, you know, that games, you know, that's and that's what it is. So, you know, I really appreciate you being on. Yeah, let me know anytime you want to, you know, want us on. I'm, I'm oh, we're we're that's happening. Uh, sounds like you got much going on right now. Chris, right. Said Dan, Chris said Dan's about to turn off his PC. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to blow up. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, real quick, um, obviously, you know, we're pimping the season gaming merch over here. Check out the fancy new mug, the SGOG. That's you know, Diego Creator Force as well. So these things are out there. There is a sale going on right now. And, uh, you know, I've said it a million times, it goes to special effect enable gamers. So check that out if you can. I did put up a, an Xbox uh, based article this week that uh, has gotten a ton of sharing and positive feedback. So really appreciate you guys checking that out. Um, it's kind of all over the place. I've been really surprised at how um, how many people have read that. So it's uh, it's impressive. And I thank you for that. But otherwise, man, it's been an absolute blast. That was BitCast 101. And uh, we'll see you next week, hopefully live again, and hopefully see you in the chat. Till next time. Congrats on 101, by the way. Congrats on 100, man. That is not easy. <laughs> yeah, we had our 100 uh, special last week. Yeah, awesome. congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you.